Um, yeah, we've started. Podcast going. Um, if anyone hears any children screaming in my audio, don't look into that, okay? Don't don't look into it. Shut up! Shut up down there! Okay, that's the end of that bit. That's this just stupid joke. Um, anyway, <laughs> how are you doing, Jud? I you thought doing? there was actually just some kids, like, and then I I couldn't hear them. <laughs> no, I, thought, there, I just heard some bit. kids screaming outside the window and thought if that is picked up on the audio, I can make a stupid joke about it. Oh, um, but yeah, that's about that. Coming up in today's podcast, um, Halloween. It's soon. Uh, we do our regular segments, which are pretty fun. If you've not heard them before, you should t- hear them. We went to see the Dune movie, and we're going to talk about that. There's more boxing stuff to tell you about. We went to a music festival, or I did. I went to a f- festival in, in our town. Um, I, I've played a new video game. going to tell you about it. And we're going to fuck around with some other bits if we have time. But, um, yeah. First of all, Judd, what have yes. you been up to? Tell me about something. I went to a gig. I went to a gig. I went to see a band. Oh, yeah. I did. I did. I actually did. Guys, listeners, I actually did something this week apart from just <laughs> just going to work. So I know film. all those that were I placing their bets. Else. They were placing their bets on that you haven't. But this time, the people who placed the other way around, they're the ones I who have. can cash the check. Your, it has come up red. Red being that I went to see Skindred. Um, who are, are like a fusion of metal and reggae, and y- you'd think that that would be terrible, but it's re- all right. <laughs> it's pretty good. You might good. even call it um, Mega. Mega. That's a niche little Drake and Josh reference like for you. Mega, uh... because of Smegma. It, they were good. <laughs> they did good. Um, what was it like? I was thought... it your typical sort of metal that people think, as in they were all dressed in full black, long hair, yeah. like... Or was it... Because I know you've been to see... Is it well, Necrogoblicon before? Yeah, yeah, I've seen Necrogoblicon. So, it's because the, the two the two metal gigs that I've been to both have a very sort of, like, fun atmosphere. Like... Necrogoblicon, they've got like a a little goblin guy running about, and you know they 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 have a lot of stuff like um, accordions and stuff in the songs. Um, Skindred are obviously like you know they have a lot of reggae sort of themes in their like metal songs, like the breakdown. They've still got breakdowns and everything, so they're still like heavy metal, but you know they have these fun sort of reggae elements in them. So it's it's hard to compare that. To say uh, a Slipknot concert because yeah. a Slipknot concert doesn't really have this sort of like fun sort of like yeah you know this is yeah. this is cool sort of thing. This has more like a fucking oh slip Slipknot and you know yeah. like be, the be ones the that you've seen are like, one of those that have like another fun different kind of quirky yeah. element. Like I, I went to see well I did I just they just happened to be on at a folk festival I was at. There was this band that's like pirate themed and it's folk but a little bit of metal <laughs> that's kind oh, of what it, it was it wasn't it wasn't ailstorm was it surely to god it no weren't. no it was it was most it was mostly pirate themed folk with a little bit of metal influence that does sound like ailstorm but maybe, maybe it was i don't remember and ailstorm are pretty big i don't know I, how big was this thing you were at well it was whitby folk festival and they weren't playing a massive room they might have been 
hundred people at most in this. Oh uh, no, maybe maybe not then. Maybe not. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so the ones I've I don't know. I'm I'll be able to tell you more clearly like next year because next year I'm going to download, which is um, I'm going to be seeing lots of different types of metal there. That's been so, a long time coming. You've had tickets for that for ages. Yeah, it's got cancelled twice. It's so. going to be incredible because it's Judd's first ever festival. And honestly, yeah. I don't know what the fuck's going to happen. Like, I, I don't, I'm kind of worried either for like, you or for the festival. One of those. I, I don't know I do which act, one. I, I can actually see myself dying at this festival. Like, I can actually quite clearly see Yeah, maybe we should do a funeral podcast for you before you go just to preempt that. And yeah, uh, maybe. anyway, but um, where is it? Where is download? It's I I think it's near Nottingham. Oh, so it's uh, it's somewhere in the middle of Englandish. Download. Um, I didn't I didn't know whether that one was the one that's like on an island or Gunton something like that. Park Circuit. Ah, whatever. I don't care. Um, yeah, it's yeah. going to be interesting. Who are you going with to that festival? I'm going with Sam and a couple of his friends. Well, our friends. Jesus so, Christ! Yeah. You need to pace yourself with them. Because you're going to be... No, no, it's like, seriously, this is what I'm going to say to you. You need to pace yourself with them, because if you do that, you'll be absolutely fucked up. You see what I'm saying here? I don't don't actually want to do uh, much there, to be honest. I'm going to focus more on going to, like, see... Because I I actually want to, like get through it to see bands yeah if 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 i am gonna if i'm gonna get like fucked up any of the days it'll probably be like the last day so it'll still be awful it means getting home's fucking dreadful honestly i've discovered i used to kind of when i was younger think going to a festival was really fun to get drunk and that and but honestly even remembering back to festivals I've been to where I was thinking that, I've realized i didn't get that drunk and and it's kind of a culture especially when i went to leeds fest to get like yeah. destroyed at um, these festivals and and like you know watch music acts while you're massively fucked up, but having been to quite a few festivals and having been to Leeds Fest, which has got potentially one of the biggest reputations for being a fuck fest, um, I don't mean that in a sexual way. I mean as in it's just fucked up. Um, I d- like two. N- we were there three nights, I think, um, and I didn't want to drink two out of those nights. Like, we yeah. got a little bit wavy on the first night, but no means drunk. We could easily remember everything. And then next couple nights, we just thought, I don't want to. I don't want to get drunk. And it sounds yeah. like the boring thing, but I promise you, it's the opposite. It's it's much more interesting and fun when you're just enjoying this music rather than, like, yeah. caring about the alcohol, especially when you're at a festival. Because I was thinking, we've got, like, a decent spot in, like, fairly far up in crowd here. If I'd have been drinking and got hammered, I I don't know what the fuck I'd do with trying to get to the toilet. I'd be absolutely yeah. fucked. There'd be no chance. And and then I'd I'd have to get all the way through the crowd. I'd miss half at set, and then I'd be right at back when a rejoint set. It's just not worth it. I, I promise you, <laughs> it's not worth getting really drunk at a festival. Just do a shit ton of drugs instead. No, that's a joke. Don't really. <laughs> it's just a joke. Don't do any drugs. Is my advice. No, I am. Um, and I'm not even. I'm not see- even doing a wink. To say maybe you should. No, don't. Well, I, can't, I can't see you regardless. So, um, when no, when I went to go see Skindred, I I actually didn't get too drunk. I had um, I had a few drinks. So I was a bit tipsy, but I just because you want to see the band, you've paid yeah. to see the band. So 
and that's the thing. I think it's the toilet that that does that does me because like you're not going to be able to spend a whole festival without going to the toilet, even if you've not drunk at all. You're going to have to go to the toilet at some point. So yeah. like even if it like at least once a day, even if it's just to go to you know have a piss. So I kind of think you know what we're like, especially once we start drinking. It's like yeah. we're pissing all night. It's awful. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. I, it's just not even worth doing. Um, but yeah, there you go. Uh, speaking of festivals, then I may as well tell you a bit about um, Barnsley Live, which is my favourite night of the year every year, pretty much. And um, I'm not going to harp on too much. I'll tell you what it is and then tell you why it was particularly more interesting this time. It's basically um, the town we live in. It's quite a big town. Don't bother coming to Barnsley to try and find us because it's, like, bigger than most cities. It's just not got... Well, whatever. Um, And we so we live in Barnsley, and and they have... um, a festival, a free festival every year, right in the town centre, and it's basically loads of venues, loads of pubs in the town centre have uh, music acts on, like, all day, from, like, 11am, while I think technically the last act is on at half past eight, but certain pubs book, like, a DJ or an act or something to be their final act, well, like, midnight. Um, So... It's it's normally the best night of the year, and for many many years I've played Barnsley Live, and I love it, and it's fantastic. Um, it's the second time I've not played, um, and I'm more than happy to not be playing because I've been doing boxing. I wouldn't even have time to do music nowadays, um, and I'm not. I've kind of fallen out of music a bit, but my point being. It's, it's fantastic. I love it. It's got all my favourite bars. And because I spent years and years kind of doing music in Barnsley, it's, I end up bumping into, like, loads of people that I know, which is really weird because, like, I feel like I'm kind of, like, a loner and I don't really have many friends. As in, when we went to see the June movie, um, I had four tickets because um, I'd, I'd, I'd already booked them. And my friend said he couldn't come. And I was like, right. Well, that was all the people I know. Um, so, um, but yeah, but when I get, get to Barnsley Live, it's like, oh, I know, the, hello, I know you, hi, hi, and, and I bump into loads of people. If we go on a night out around the town centre, me and Judd, normally Judd will bump into like five or so people he knows somehow. I don't know how that works, but on Barnsley Live, it flip-flops, and I know, I just know everyone somehow. It's, it's weird. It's great. It's a lot of fun. Um, But this year... It was the first one back since COVID. Um, a couple changes because of that. Uh, one, obviously, last year it was skipped. Um, and the year before was 2019? No, it was it was done in 2019. 2020 was skipped. 2021, it's yeah. been back. But the weird thing is, it's normally in summer. So people are like, you know, it's quite warm weather when you're going between the bars, things like that. Um but this time it's been in winter because it was in October. So that was a bit of a weird one. And also, I think because it's been first one back since COVID, not a lot of bands who I would normally see or, or like singers and things that I'd normally see there playing there were actually on. So I didn't know quite as many bands there, which was a little bit odd. It was a little bit of an odd feeling for me, which I don't know. It made me, it, made, <laughs> it was weird. It made me feel more like a normie, more like an, more like a typical attendee of the first team, <laughs> which yeah. was weird. It made me think, God, this must be a little bit weird for people who just come to this and be like, well, I don't know who this person is, but I guess I'm listening to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, <clears throat> the last thing was I wasn't drinking because I'm not drinking until I've fought. Uh, <coughs> also, I might have caught nice. COVID from it too, apparently. No. And he's in, he's in tip-top shape as well. 
Um, so yeah, and, and that was really weird because normally what happens is I'll have at least a pint of beer every act we see. And um, we might see like 12 acts throughout the day because it's from 11 while 11 a.m. while like 8. So I'll get in at 11, watch that act. Uh, I might watch um, one at half 11 because it's every half an hour. Um, and then I'll have lunch sometime between 12 and 1, depending on who's on. And then I'll start drinking. And that, that'll be that until fucking 2 a.m. <laughs> so, in fact, do you remember that one Barnsley Live when you came as well? And I played a set, um, like, earlier on, and it went really well. It went fucking brilliantly. I had loads of people there. People were singing along. It went fantastic. So I got on my high horse with my big bollocks, and I thought I was the shit. So I was drinking loads, and I'd just been paid as well from work. And <laughs> do you remember? I ended up booking out... The private room in the only strip club in the town centre. I remember. I remember. It was shit. This is a shitty I place that's since shut down. It's, it's not even there anymore. And we booked it and it was just me and you. This room is supposed to be for like 10 people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was just me and Jud. There was no one else in the whole place because it, it was, was the festival. It was so gross. Well, do you remember what you did in when we were in there? I don't know if you I want remember. me to say this. I is remember, this too sleazy to say on the podcast? No, do you want to say? Go on, go my, for it my, then. One of, my, one, of my, one of my best moments. So we got free drinks, we, by the way, when we we're in there. So we, like, so first, so first of all, so first of all, I get a call from Jake, my good buddy Jake, and I'm like, oh, "Hey, Jake, what's that, what's the haps, cat?" And he says, <laughs> and he says to me, he says, says to me, Jordan, listen, I've. I've booked us both for uh, VIP. This is not how it went. We were already both smashed and had been no, going no, no, no. You, we... you weren't. You called me. I remember you calling me because I, I was out with um, other people. No, no, and, you weren't. Uh... You weren't. You weren't. You definitely weren't. I'm, I'm, I'm doing this. I'm going to tell it instead because you're all being right. fucking okay. stupid. All right. Um, okay. What happened was we'd gone round and you were, you were gonna be meeting someone at some point. You're gonna be meeting your friends essentially while we were out. But yeah. I booked this room and we were in there maybe half an hour and then and 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 you and you went oh, I'm, I'm gonna go meet tom mate and i was thinking <laughs> what the fuck i've just spent this was 500 pounds by the way uh, i should yeah, not have spent i was thinking john what's wrong with you why are you doing that just tell him to come here this room is supposed to be for so many people <laughs> just tell him to come here because me and Tom had already had plans for that night. And I, I remember telling you, I said, look, me and Tom are doing shit tonight. And then you were like, I've got, I've got to see fucking VIP. Well, thing. I was thinking all you're doing is being round out drinking anyway. So just just come here then. We've got all this in, no, got no, because, VIP because, room. Let's because, go. Because, because, because Tom is asexual and isn't into things like that. You see? No, Jud is just okay, ugly. So, um, but yeah. sorry, Tom, <laughs> if you ever watch this. Um, no, but what was what was no, that's not what I meant. What I meant was because they they had um, obviously dancers in this strip club, and um, we'll get to more stuff later. This is going on way longer than I thought. They had dancers in this strip club, and I remember you proclaiming, "Bring me your fattest dancer." <laughs> that's not what I said. I did not say it like that. That's, I no, did but not that's bring, how I, I choose to remember it. I didn't. I didn't hold. I didn't like unsheath my my blade and like hold it to the heavens and say. <laughs> Your <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's how I choose from it. No, what actually happened was the host of this VIP room said, uh, yeah. who was a stripper in herself, um, were said like we're asking us like what we like, 
you know, what we're into. And you, and you said, oh, I'm, I'm into uh, chubbier women. I, so, I said, I said, I said, do you have any bigger girls? That's yeah, yeah, something, you I know, something very, like that. I was very nice and gentlemanly. You, you were, you, ge- you actually were. And it's not the first yeah, time you were really yeah. gentlemanly in that club because the first time <laughs> yeah, we ever well, took you there, a private dancer <laughs> did you a private dance and you literally said, what did you say? I forgot what exactly line you said. I remember. I you, said, it, it, I was like, I'm not feeling it or something. It was something like that, but it was much more gentlemanly. Oh, I, th- I think I, I, I think it was somewhat terrible. By the way, I was like 18 and I was quite young, <laughs> but I said something like... I, oh, I'm just not feeling a connection. Yeah, that was I'm it. I'm not feeling a connection. <laughs> Was, anyway, so was, when, yeah. when I booked this private room, they had, Judd had said he went into uh, bigger girls, and and they proceeded to go and line up all the all the girls who were like bigger girls who were dancers there, and give him a lineup of who he wanted to choose for a yeah. private dancer. I was like, fuck, okay, yeah, it, we it are getting great. the VIP treatment. It was great. It was great. There's probably about five five girls in front of me, and then, and this hostess was essentially just like, right, pick one. And um, I was telling somebody this story recently, and essentially, it's like immediately I knew which one I wanted. Yeah, but I didn't want to. I, I didn't want to. As I soon did... as you stepped around the corner, as well. I I didn't want to act like it. I was I didn't want to be like, oh, that one, you know. <laughs> yeah. Because like, it's so fucking do... weird, isn't it, yeah. to just go yeah. that one? Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. Yeah, because cause, you know it's like that's terrible for all the other ones. Yeah, but it was very obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Look, so, what I'm going to say about all this like... is, we wouldn't do this now. And fucking hell, looking back, it was just ridiculous. I don't know yeah. what was going on. Um, yeah, that's enough yeah, about that. Anyway, I, 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 don't... I just I wanted to follow follow that up really quickly. Like when I, when I went for my dance with her, she like s- straight away was like like she got me and she was like, I really liked how you picked me out of all those other girls, and I was like, oh fuck, all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll not go any further with that. Just so, just just all I'll say is we regret it. Wouldn't do it again, and we don't endorse it. I'd probably do it again. I'm not winking. I'm not winking. <laughs> I, I did wink. It was for comedic effect. I actually meant what I was saying. The joke was the wink. Okay. Glad it. we've cleared that up. J- Judd would do it again. I fucking wouldn't. I do it. Um, yeah. Judd, this is Halloween. It's nearly Halloween. This is a Halloween <laughs> podcast time. <laughs> what? I am the podcaster who's under the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> Cheetos in my fingers and spiders in my head. <laughs> oh, anyway, uh, it's Halloween, Neil. What, what, what's your general opinion on Halloween? Do you like Halloween? I like Halloween, and I like sort of the the sort of Halloween uh, traditions that have been brought up around it. But it just doesn't get practiced anymore. And I also, at the same time, get it. Like I can't be be bothered doing anything <laughs> this Halloween. I'm just staying in. Um, yeah. We might have some family over. That's it's, pretty I much think people in, a, in in England, it's not as big as in America for a start, is it? Yeah. And I think people no. are still kind of recovering from COVID when it comes to like yeah. holidays and things like that, and to whether to actually kind of go for it with them. I, so, I just I realized I realized something the other day. Um, Dune, going to see Dune with you is the first time I've been in the cinema since everything's happened really yeah that was actually that was the first time and i I was quite i was i was quite a bit like when as i was going going in i was like 
oh my god fuck remember this remember yeah. doing this. yeah well i i've uh, i'm going to the movies this weekend as well for for halloween yeah. um but yeah. i i like halloween i like it it's potentially it's up there with my favorite i think it might be my favorite holiday uh, no my favorite holiday is midsummer but I I like I think Halloween is my favorite of this country's holidays because like people in this country don't celebrate Midsummer. I do, but you know it's not actually a holiday in our uh, country. But Halloween is, um, and um, it's probably the best one. I like almost everything about Halloween, apart from trick or treats, trick or treating. I don't like it, and you know what? I never have. Even when I was a kid, I didn't like it. I just I just yeah. found it dead awkward just going to people's doors and be like, can I have some sweets, please? I don't even really like sweets that much. I'd rather be playing video games, but can I have some? Um, that was I'll, I'll, kind of it. I'll tell you right now, I loved it. I, loved, I, I knew you would I love it as a kid. Dream. I loved it. You were, I, I knew it. You you I, love going and just like pestering people for free shit. Like why not? Yeah, yeah of course. It's like well, it's it's like I did acting for most of my life, so Halloween's just kind of like acting. Like you pretend to be a character, and then also people are giving you candy. So... You do, you don't tend to feel awkward either, do you? Especially when you was a kid. So... No, 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 no. I I I started feeling more awkward as I've grown up, but not a whole lot. I don't really care still. Uh, but but definitely when I was younger, I definitely didn't care at all. Uh, we've had to stock up on candies. Um, I remember one time my family went away for Halloween and I had to stock up on candies and do it all myself. And I bought a yeah. shit ton. But where I live, it's very family type of area. So there was loads of kids turn up and i ran out and had to start giving kids single mints um, oh no which but Terrible. thing is jude i thought right i'm gonna I, th- I was thinking i'm gonna buy loads because i want to be yeah. prepared right um, and i did i bought loads i thought i'm gonna buy so much and i'll have a fair amount left over for myself and i can gorge on you know leftover chocolate yeah. or whatever and no I didn't even finish the fucking mints because <laughs> there was just so many. But I'm wondering whether this year there's going to be potentially less or more because obviously last year they didn't get to do it because COVID, so no yeah. one did. Um, and this year they can, so maybe they'll have more of an appetite for it. But also people still could be a bit scared of COVID, so they might not want to do it. You know, I'm not, I'm not sure. Yeah. But I guess I guess we'll see. The things I like about Halloween, I don't really like decorating my house. You know, I don't really like temporary decorations. Yeah. <coughs> I've got quite a few of them because I, I like... The only time I would like doing it is for a house party. If I was having a house party, I'd like to decorate it all up, you know, get into the house party of it because Halloween yeah. house parties are the best. They're the best. Now, this is going to sound kind of vulgar, but just go with me. If you are a young person um, oh. and you are a, at a ha- Halloween house party, that's your best chances of getting laid. Okay, that's like the best chance you're gonna okay. get of a one night stand, I think. As as long as you're of age. Yeah, exactly. A as young person, of, yeah. but yeah. not too young. Um, yeah. As don't, in, let's say 18, 18 to twenty. That's a good age. For, don't, don't, for it. Be, don't go sticking it in people that don't want it. You yeah, know, exactly. You know what I'm talking about. Exactly. But but Great. for some reason, Halloween is one of the times where people just seem to want it more. Um, and they dress in their slutty outfits, they're feeling all sexy, they might want to do a little sex in. I'm not talking about women here, I know some people are assuming that. I mean everyone. 
Um, all of the genders. All two of them. That's a joke! It's jokes! It's, we don't take any political stance on this. Um, but that I love Halloween house parties. I love everyone getting dressed up. I think that because everyone gets dressed up, because it's Halloween, they're already more into the party. You know? Yeah. And it just, I think people have, like, less inhibitions and are willing to just let loose and have more fun because they're already dressed up silly. It's not a big deal anymore, you know? So Halloween yeah. house parties are the best. And also Halloween nights out. It, it, it works the same way for that as well. Um, those are the best bits about Halloween. And also, Halloween movies are pretty cool too. I like, um, I like a good spook movie in and around Halloween. And we're going to the cinema, uh, me and my girlfriend. This Sunday on Halloween, we've booked to see The Exorcist in in um in uh, Peniston Paramount Cinema. If you're around that area, go support the Peniston Paramount Cinema because it's great. It's a really old timey cinema. They have an intermission in the middle. There's a bar within the actual like screen, so you can just go to the bar in the intermission. And we're gonna go watch that there, and that's gonna be fun. It's the first Exorcist, then, yeah, because they show they yeah. show old movies, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm I pretty certain it is. Not doing like, they're not doing, like, another new Exorcist or something. No, and Judd, you, you've got far away from the mic again, so... That's, that shouldn't be too far from the microphone. That's, that's how, not mi- that's how microphones work, Judd. You have, to, you, have to be, you have to talk into them. You can't just talk wherever you like. That's Halloween, though. But, speaking of Halloween, Judd, it's time for... I like that whenever I play the intro music for a segment, we kind of just sit there awkwardly and wait for it to finish. I can't Uh, hear it, (laughs) and I don't know when it's finished, so... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this segment is called This Is Why You Are Wrong It's why I pre- where I present Judd with a certain topic And then he says his stance on that topic And I try to convince him why he's wrong Today's topic Is to do with Halloween It's to okay. do with spooky shit Judd Alright It's to do with a spooky individual Mr. Timothy Burton um, oh, I don't know if his full name is actually that, Tim, Timothy or not but... a, He's quite a freak He's quite a he is. freaky individual the question is, Judd, what's the best Tim Burton movie? There's some, there's some fucking corkers. There's some good right. ones. He's made a I'm, lot of good movies. I'm, I'm bringing up, I'm bringing them up and just having a look, and just having a little look over, just to remind myself of everything, everything he did. Okay. I've seen the thing is when it comes to doing movies, I've got a spreadsheet that we've created that helps me kind of just win. Uh, so. <laughs> Um, cause we've like actually got full stats that like tell me what the best is. So yeah, I, I think I know what it is. What are you going to okay. pick, Jude? Come on. I'm going to have to rush okay. you for an answer. Right. Okay. okay. What's the best Tim Burton movie? I think for, for me, at least for me and I could I could give a good argument for for just overall as well, the Corpse Bride. Corpse and Bride, okay. I, I, the reason why it's the Corpse Bride is because it has such good fucking atmosphere. Like the the human world where you first come into and you first see um, Victor. I think his name is Victor. Um, the the whole like living world is like really dull and grey. Um 
everything seems sort of like dead. And then yeah. when you sort of like do go to the to the afterlife, um, everything is really sort of like bright and vibrant, and everybody sort of like let go of the inhibitions, I guess. Um, I just love the fucking atmosphere in this film. I love the character designs. I like how pretty much everybody from um, the living world looks like an anorexic Victorian. <laughs> oh, that one guy who's very fat. Uh, <laughs> you gotta have you gotta have at least one fat. Yeah, guy. Yeah, you gotta have the fat uh, guy to show how skinny everyone else is. Yeah, and then and then you've got the 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 dead folk who like you know have got all this shit going on with like um stuff on on like their characters that are like a sort of indications on how they could have died. Um, hmm. So I really I also like really like the music in Corpse Bride. Uh, and yes, that's my submission, Cork Bride. Fuck you. There we go. Yeah, it's it, this is going to be potentially the most difficult um, one. I'm gonna, I'm, I'll fully admit that. Um, but so, so there's three contenders, isn't there? Basically, let's not lie. There's three contenders for this. There's yeah. Corpse Bride, as you've mentioned. There's of course the Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. Um, which on my spreadsheet, I don't necessarily know if tim burton actually was involved in that i actually yeah. don't say tim burton on it i think it was henry selick but I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna put it as was, one of his movies anyway i was i was thinking did he do nightmare before christmas because i was having a look at like lists if he didn't it was yeah, tim burton's the nightmare before christmas right okay he did then okay good i've, I've, I've amended the spreadsheet but so that, so that fucked with my head then i was like, so there's those two but the one the the last one in that trio is Sweeney Todd. Now, yeah, I, I don't. Right. I don't know. He, it's. I do like it, and it was <laughs> one of my favorite musicals of all time. But I don't know if it's. Yes, yes, yes. I'm gonna go with Sweeney Todd, um, because it's. It shows how. It's, it really shows how well he can actually pull off live action things. We've seen we've seen Nightmare Before Christmas. We know he can do the Corpse Bride stuff really well. That stop motion animation, it's fantastic. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I can't talk any shit about the Corpse Bride. There's not a bad word to be said about it. All I can do is convince you how Sweeney Todd is literally one point better because it is one point higher on the spreadsheet as well. It's got an 83 overall rather than 82. So bear that in mind. It does just edge it out. You've got some incredible acting performances. Incredible acting performances. Some of the best performances by pretty much everyone. Have you ever seen Johnny Depp act better than in, in Sweeney Todd? Maybe Jack Sparrow um, in the first Pirates of the Caribbean, if you'd like. Yeah, that sort of thing, I don't but... know. Benjamin Barker, his Benjamin Barker is quite a like one-dimensional sort of... It's, it's either sullen or... St- absolute rage and, and that's the, the... <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> yeah it's great the casting's fantastic again what you were saying about the atmosphere in corpse bride it's achieved in this perfectly as well um the music is incredible can you name the title of a song in corpse bride yes i can oh my god yes i can you name the title um, of one you can remember yes. them and give like an idea of what they are but um, the remains of the day. Okay. Uh, I'm pretty. Sure, I think that's what it's called. The remains of of the day. Did I get it right? The day. Corpse bride. Um. Uh. 
remains of the day. Okay, you managed to squeeze one. How many could you oh, name out of? How many could you squeeze out of Sweeney, Sweeney Todd though? Oh God, loads. A uh, pretty woman, worst pies in London. Um, Epiphany. Um, the barber duel. Whatever. It's uh, we get. Called. We get it. More yeah, memorable yeah, music, yeah. basically, huh? Yeah. 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 It's um so that's that's done incredibly well. Um, the problem I'm having with this right is a lot of them are the same. A lot of them it's like Tim but peak Tim Burton. Um, but pretty much all I can give you is that um, it's a bit more memorable uh music. It's a more I I think it's more iconic overall. Corpse Bride obviously very iconic. But it's not as iconic as Nightmare Before Christmas, even, and just Sweeney Todd in general is even more iconic. You were you were very heavily considering getting a Sweeney Todd themed tattoo. Have you ever I thought about getting a Corpse one. Bride tattoo? No, that I'd, I, I, I now I feel like the the Sweeney Todd one might be too cringy, but the the Corpse Bride one definitely would be too cringy. I, I don't know. I, I think I would potentially get one of both if I'm being honest. But um, my point is. <sighs> There's not much convinced I can do other than to say to you, the music's a tiny bit more iconic. It goes it goes neck and neck with pretty much everything else. And it's just rated a tiny bit higher on the spreadsheet as well. Um, yeah, I think that's all I've got. It's 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 such a difficult one to, to do. But it's so rewatchable, that Sweeney Todd as well. It's just great. It's just really good. Yeah. I've got to say, you've 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 not you've not convinced me, but I, I do I do agree. I do I do agree that it is a well. Look, I'll take I'll take choice. the L on it personally. Yeah, I actually do think Corpse Bride is better. Um, yeah. and I've actually got my ratings wrong on the spreadsheet, as in I'd rated it eighty eight for Sweeney Todd and eighty seven for Corpse Bride, and I've just swapped those around, and it's made them, uh, it's made the average overall for them both the same i if yeah. if i had to, if i had to convince you then that they were both equally as good i think i could do it but yeah maybe the, the, i think they are i think those two movies are tim burton's best and they are equally as good and honestly nightmare before christmas is like just a tiny bit below them both for me i think it's just yeah. not quite it's just a tight like the tiniest bit below do you know what I, do you know what the next one i would have had to go with Batman Returns, which is a lot further down in that <laughs> rung. That's the Penguin Joker Batman. It's good. I like that movie a lot, but yeah. Do you know what the critics say is the, um, like, so critics and audience and IMDb, the one that they say out of those is the best is Nightmare Before Christmas, but then next, Edward Scissorhands. Yeah, no, I wasn't too into, yeah, I was never too into Edward, Edward, uh, Edward Scissorhands. Edward Scissorhands. Um, Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> So, yeah, but speaking of movies, Judd, let's have a little chat about Dune, the latest let's Dune movie. Let's talk about Dune. It sucks. Yes. It's a bad movie. Stupid movie. Do better. That's what I'm going to say about it. Jake, are we are we the assholes? Because I've been, every review I've seen of this, everybody's enjoying it. Like but what have fans. they been enjoying? Like, what have they liked? Like, 
they're, they're saying that like you know it, it's a it's a great spectacle that's lots of cool stuff to look at and that's... i just thought most i i just thought most of the what we were looking at that was just sand yeah exactly yeah. even the biggest most dramatic scenery was all sand colored it's the whole fucking thing was sand I don't know. I completely disagree with that. I don't think it was a big spectacle. And in fact, a lot of the most interesting visual moments weren't big. It were things like, the, uh, spo- there's going to be spoilers for June. I'm telling you now. Um, was like that knife fight at the end. That was potentially yeah. the biggest spectacle. And that was a little bit washed about with like weird fast forward visions, which is 90% of that movie. Um, Rotten Tomatoes at the minute gives it 84 and the audience gives it 91. Yeah. What? People like, Jake, people like this movie. People really like this movie. I don't get um, it. Like, I don't understand. Amazing visuals, compelling story? Compelling story? I'm, 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 I'm telling you, people like this movie. The, people the, love this movie. The story was convoluted, long, and, and like, things didn't happen for a little while. There was a lot of, like, spaced out, just, visions of zendaya a lot for a long time in the movie nothing really happened like for a long time verified i'm I'm looking at audience here because i actually give a shit about audience ratings more than critics um jana k gives it five stars and they're a verified rater and and says it was a must see people fighting in the future without any meetings or strategy just come as they go so to speak even on sand i love the selection of character and the music that the music was the worst bit it was well thought out and planned I can definitely see a sequel to this one. Well, yeah, it said fucking part one as soon as the movie started. <laughs> Special effects were great. This is the thing, right? I disagree with almost all of that. People fighting in the future without any meetings or strategy. The whole reason they were all fighting was because of fucking strategy. Was she not listening yeah. to what was going on? What, and could just come as they go, what? Even on sand. What? I mean, <laughs> I think <laughs> this person sounds unhinged. This sounds arranged. This <laughs> I love the selection of character and the music. So the characters, um, they weren't. I wouldn't call them bad. I wouldn't say that's a bad thing. Some of them None. were kind of cool. Um, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this right now. One character stood out to me, and it's because they were fat. That was it. That's <laughs> the, Baron the only. Was pretty cool. re- yeah, like he he was kind. He acted kind of cool, but it was like. Every character just felt like the other character because they were, they all just acted sullen. Do you know Every he played um, the guy who played the Baron in this played Bootstrap Bill in uh, I know, Pirates I know, of the Caribbean, uh, and he played um, the uh, the uh, what's his face the scientist bloke in the Marvel universe who Loki brainwashes. Oh yeah, yeah. So uh, let's see what some other people have. So this is one that's, that's called Teenager's Mom, who great it. Two stars. Good enough to intrigue you, so we'll definitely watch the next one, but not very good that we'll watch the one again and again. That's what I think. I think that's a better one. Uh, great special effects. This is, this is a thing. Special effects were, I guess, good fundamentally, as in they looked pretty real and they were kind of pulled off well. But... Personally, I think the design of some of the things wasn't great. Um, and also the you know, there was kind of plot holes behind them. So the design there was these special suits that are supposed to stop them getting dehydrated very much out in the desert. They were created by sand people. 
like essentially a, a race of people who, who've lived in the de- desert now. And these suits looked really high tech. And I was thinking, eh, I don't know as I like that design. Maybe it's faithful to the book. I don't know. But regardless, these these people shouldn't kind of appear as the most technically advanced civilization there is because they're, they're trying to survive in the sand. They've not got like a massive tech hub to do things with, you know? So far as I know, I guess. So it, it, that, the design seemed a little bit kind of crap to me. <clears throat> and then... The design of the main city on, like, the planet. Oh, it was it, it was awful. This is what we're talking about with everything being fucking sand-coloured. It was the same colour as the entire desert. And you didn't even see within the city or anything. You just saw, like, on top of it. And it was just, like, geometric-shaped city. Okay. So, so we've already said spoilers, but there's a bit in it where this city gets attacked. And this city gets fucked up and destroyed. Now, literally, because Jake just said... The city is the same colour as the sand, and the way they built the city is so that no sand would get into the city, so it's yeah. all kind of like underground and under stuff. So you can't see anything into it. You don't really see people living in this city. There's one bit where you see like civilians, and they've like come to this main sort of palace bit where like this the royal family is saying because they want to see Paul Atreides, I know, like, people won't get that guy's name. The main character. The the main character. So, they, like, came to see him. That's the only time you see people from this city. Like... Yeah. so, So, when this city, like, gets destroyed, it's like... Well, that was nothing. That was nothing to me. That yeah. meant nothing to me because we've had nothing, nothing to establish this city as like a living, breathing thing. And if there would have been a scene where they would have seen like a, shown like a big sort of, what if they would have had a scene where this there's there's a character Jake will know what I'm talking about. The character Duncan, Jason hmm. Momoa, um, when he was sort of introducing Paul Atreides to some of like the 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 customs and the tech that these people have. Instead of having it in a shitty little sort of locker room where all the guard was staying, why wouldn't they have a scene where he was like taking him through the market and yeah, like showing them they, this they had market. the budget for it? Yeah, they spent a shit ton of yeah. it on special effects and shots of Zendaya looking like she's in a Dior advert. Yeah. Spend yeah, it on that like, instead. Yeah, they could have had a cool scene where they're like, Paul, like, let me show. It might not have happened in the books, but that it doesn't matter. It doesn't it flesh us out this I world. More. Honestly, I don't and... give a shit about when yeah. movies say, oh, well, that didn't happen. It, it wasn't like that in the books. I, I don't care. If it's not like that in the books and, and it's worse, then, then don't do it. I don't give a shit about what the books were like. Make the movie good. To be fair, in the books, they it might go into the city itself more because it's a big fucking book, Dune. I would have you thought cave, so. You, you could have ca- you could cave a man's head in with Dune because it's a big fucking yeah. tome, and they, they probably goes into stuff. But but in that movie, they could have because it wasn't a long scene that that they had where he was like explaining some stuff to to Paul. They could have had like just a minute or two long scene of them just. Going through this market. And just that would have given it so much more life, wouldn't it? Personally, I'd prefer even more. You know, surely that's the point of it. We won't see the world in that rather than just like fucking sand. I know it's called June, but you don't have to all be, you don't have to all be sand. Okay. So yeah. And and, and there's this one review that says, um, and and, well, what what I will say is that 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 you're on about is kind of one problem with the story. One of a fair few problems that I have with the story. There's not too many. And the story itself is kind of, it's kind of interesting, I guess, but it's not. I don't know, it's not It's not that good. So someone has said, the only thing I didn't like is that there's two parts. They wanted to see the whole story in one movie. 
Can't fuck off. No. 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 <laughs> it could not have maybe done. maybe they could have made it a really fast-paced film and but i don't know i don't think that would have worked um <clears throat> one review gave it five stars and the only thing they said was comedy seemed out of place what comedy <laughs> it, it wasn't the comedy and all, <laughs> anyway let's do let's read one more review of this and then and then that's it so so micah gave it five stars and says as a sci-fi fan and star wars fan i'd heard of june many times it wasn't until i saw the trailer for this adaptation that i wanted to delve into its universe i chose to read the first novel in the month month leading up to the movie's release okay so they're going to be biased already because they're I, I think these seem like the type of person that are going to want it to be like the book whether it's good or not I watched it first at home, then in theatres in IMAX. Hmm. Yeah, so, so, yeah hmm. no, 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 no. What, what happened with that was um, they released this movie out on HBO oh, like, right. Max or some shit uh, as the same time as they released it in cinemas. Because, you know, like you say, people are still getting used to going back to cinemas. Yeah. So okay. released so, it for, for people to see at home. So. so they said, I really enjoyed this movie. Knowing about the characters beforehand and then seeing them portrayed on the screen was a delight. See, this to me is not a good way of judging a movie. That's like, so what they've done is they've read this book and gone, ah, I liked that book. And then they've gone to the cinema and gone, oh, look, they're real. And they're like, <laughs> I don't, it doesn't mean it's a good movie. The movie's boring the way they're into it. Every little moment was, uh, had me gasping because I knew what it meant and what was coming next. Ugh. Well, I didn't, and you shouldn't have to... I shouldn't have to spend, do a month's worth of homework to enjoy a movie. That's what I'm saying based on this. The visual effects are well done. I won't say they're well done. They look good. Um, the cinematography is beautiful. Ah, is it? It's all sand. And the actors and actresses really inhabit their characters. Jason Momoa sucked. Um... <laughs> I don't know. The acting other than Jason Momoa was kind of good, apart from one scene, which I'm going to get to last. Um, oh, but, you, um... know, if, you know when I said, you know when I said to you, um, in fact, no, I, I'll, wait, I'll wait. I'll wait till you get to that scene if you're going to talk about the, it. Another big plot point that I thought was really bad is they have these certain types of shields, right? Where they activate the shield and any fast or heavy impact thing that hits them doesn't get through the shield, okay? So that kind of explains why in fights and things like that, they use a lot of uh, handheld weaponry, like swords um, and knives, um, rather than guns. Because if a, a bullet hits the shield, it's going too fast, it'll not work. Um, so yeah. I get that, and I really like that idea. The movie apparently doesn't like that fucking idea, because there were so many times where these swords would whack them really fast, and it'd just kill them. It'd just kill them. And that's against the whole point of it, so it just didn't work. They tried to make sure that plot point was in there, but they didn't execute it, because the fight scenes didn't do that. So it didn't It didn't even matter in the end. Anyway, so who cares? When they, That's the type of thing. That's the type of point in a story. It just makes you think, well, why do I care about any of this then? Because you've given me a yeah. specific rule within your sci-fi universe, and you don't give a shit, so why should I? So, yeah, I didn't like that bit. Um, and then there was this... But the, the the best bit of the entire movie, right? It, bear in mind, I gave this a 44 out of 100. So it's worse than average, but, like, it's not a disaster. It's like, I'll, I'll probably watch the second movie, but I'm not about to go to the cinema to watch it. Um, I, I think I'll go to the cinema to, to see it, just because I feel like I'll lose some stuff from, like, the home experience, like, from, from whatever I can get from this. I would rather watch the sequel, like, with you, sat at home, so we can, like, comment on it. That's, that's That'd be my favourite way of watching it. Um, because, like, it... 
the the it, it it sounds like we really hate this. The thing is, there's a lot to not like about it, but there's like a decent amount to like. It's still kind of a fairly cool sci-fi universe. So, but the best scene for me and the best display of acting was this kind of like uh, Lord, like you know, honourable lady who was inheriting this planet basically, uh, along with her family, was choosing a new housekeeper. She had a lineup, and she picks this one woman because somehow she knew she was carrying this. This one housekeeper lady was carrying a, a special dagger. Um, then the special house. It don't matter why any of this is happening, by the way. The special dagger is. She tries to. She. She. The housekeeper lady explains she's not gonna attack her with it. She wants to give it to her. And then for some reason, the the the, the fancy lady does like a hand signal thing to these guards being like, prepare for violence, there's going to be some violence. There never is any violence. Don't know why she fucking did that. Um, but then, because this lady, fancy lady, accepts this dagger, the housekeeper lady, I'm guessing is overwhelmed with emotion. But the way it was acted was ridiculous. She was just handing it over nice and calm, and then all of a sudden she goes, ah! <laughs> And then just stops immediately and carries on talking like normal. <laughs> no, so so what happened in that scene was she she was like, as part of this prophecy that they have on this planet, they say that there's some somebody's going to show up to this planet from a different world, but it's going to know of their customs as if they were from the planet. Like it's part of this prophecy to like you know that will lead to the chosen one or some shit. You know, prophecy, prophecy bullshit. Um. So th- this woman, when she like hands shows her this knife, she goes, "Do you know what it is?" And this woman goes, "Oh, it's the such and such a blade." And yeah. this woman freaks out because it's like that's confirmed the prophecy. Like you know that if it's like us being told that you know, oh Jesus is real. Like it's yeah. all it's all it's undeniable proof that like Jesus is real. That's what happened to that woman. But like you say, it's it's the way that she acts. It yeah. is that she <laughs> finds this out and then goes. Like screams and she just screams and then stop and you just and I can't every time this is what I was gonna say every time I've watched like a review of this movie when it's got to that bit instead of like people going you know whoa that's quite like like me and you did everybody has looked at that and gone oh wow that really meant a lot to her (laughs) honestly are we the crazy ones or is the entire world crazy because seriously. this is what it feels like. This this just feels like worthy assholes because it's like we, me and you like, looked at each other when she did that weird scream when and she... we could not stop laughing for like a, a good while. When and she every... did it, I, I literally yeah. audibly went yeah. <laughs> like yeah. that. I was trying to stop myself laughing. It was like when you're in school and you're not allowed to laugh. And I yeah. was just going... <laughs> yeah, I know. Because <laughs> it was ridiculous. It's out of nowhere, and, and it doesn't. Thing yeah. is, as well, it doesn't very well. Ex- it doesn't explain particularly well that that's the yeah. kind of emotional significance of that scene. I did, I did kind of get it, but like, it don't. It's not very clear, you know. Um. So anyway, that's that's June. It was. It's a bad movie. It's not good, but it's not like a disaster. I wouldn't recommend it. Um, I, but... I will. I will say I have like looked into this universe more, and I, I like the idea of Dune. Like the idea of Dune is a is a 
cool it's a cool universe i said they should have cut out about half an hour's worth of bollocks of like zendaya like looking pretty on on the sand or and like a lot of the the main characters like flash forward vision type things should cut out a lot of that a lot of the fat and made it two one hour long episodes of a series and it should have been uh just a one season long series and and that that would have been a lot better because they could have even dived into, got got more detail and more actual interesting stuff rather than just la la la. Ah! Oh, and the music. Sorry, I've got to quickly bitch about the music. It didn't fucking stop. It didn't stop. I had a fucking headache by the end of it. It started off with its ah! at the start, and it'd like get quieter and like build up and things like that. But they didn't. Oh, it might have. It might have technically not had music at points, but it felt like there's constantly some sort of like music bollocks going off in the background. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. The music was annoying. By the end of it, when the credit, <coughs> where it's giving me, it's giving, got sand in my throat. This movie. Um, by the <laughs> by the end, when the credits were rolling and that like choiry thing going oh kind of bit came on went credits rolling at the end and we were walking out i literally felt like turning around and saying shut up stop doing that <laughs> and and there was there was points it shows you how slow it was as well because there was points in that movie i told i told you because I, I thought the general vibe in the cinema was feeling the same as us there was points where they were just blabbering on about stuff and i just didn't care anymore i genuinely felt like shouting in the middle of a cinema get on with it just hurry up <laughs> um also, I've 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 found that like some something that gets used in that move, movie always has to be something like it has to be some weird sci-fi shit. Like you know the bit where she's like, "Oh, put your hand in this box," and this main character like puts his hand in this box, and if he takes, he like does some weird shit to his hand. If he yeah. takes it out, you know, she's gonna kill him. She like holds a knife up to his throat, and she like. Goes on to explain that you know the, the name of this knife and it's a poison dagger and the one 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 yeah it always one has to be special or something and and I just thought why not just use a regular knife like yeah. if you stab him in the throat with a <laughs> yeah. regular knife he's going to die it doesn't have to be like this super like powerful poison blade just stab him in the throat with like a regular knife and yeah. he'll die yeah stop so... wasting my time spending 10 yeah. minutes on a speech about this insignificant dagger and how special it is i don't fucking care um yeah, yeah. anyway that's june the more and more i think about it the more i think i should rate it even lower but Anyway, we've got too much to talk about, Judd, and we're going to be... We've got a little bit more time today. Boxing. Um, I've got to mention in every podcast because I want to remind people I'm doing a charity boxing fight. Um, There's links in the description of this podcast, um, wherever you're getting it. You can get it on YouTube for the video version on the Streams Badly YouTube channel. You can see it live at twitch.tv slash Streams Badly. You can't get it in the description there because there isn't one. Because it's Twitch. Um, At Tweets Badly. There's some information about it there. Um... Um, also, the I do weekly update videos on that, so you can check my YouTube channel. It's just Jacob Fox, and this this podcast is on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and all other good podcast platforms. So check the description of it, and you will see that you can get tickets to my fight if you're in the Barnsley area on the 27th of November, 2021, or you can even sponsor me and uh, help the fight along. And you make me do some crazy shit in my YouTube videos if you do donate that money. But every pound that you do donate to my fight, I will do an extra 
on top of the normal training I do every single day, an extra two push-ups, two crunches, two star jumps, and run 20 meters, as well as writing your name on my training gloves and giving you a shout out on this podcast. So shout out to JM who donated £10 since the last podcast. So yeah, that's that's going on with that. Boxing training is going great. I've lost a fucking shit ton of weight. Um but what I want to talk about was um, the latest boxing update video. It's not come out yet. It, it might be coming out pretty much a similar time to this podcast. I can't remember when I scheduled it. Um, me and Judd did something, didn't we, Judd? We did something, yeah. We, um, as part of one of Jake's uh, donation things, uh, we said we'd find a homeless man and we would box him to death. On oh, camera. God, no, we no. didn't do that. Um, I have donation goals on, uh, so for every certain amount of money we reach, I'll do something. So we reached £200, which meant that we were going to do a spicy boxing challenge. This is where I did a shot of um, spicy sauce, and then me and Judd did a round of boxing, and then I'd do an even spicier sauce, boxing, even spicier sauce, and then some boxing. So we did that. It's pretty funny. It'll be in the update video. Um, the next donation goal is, is uh, nearly there, by the way, and I'll be jumping in a cold lake in just my pants in the middle of the winter if you do want to donate. There you go. That's all my convincing. What What was your experience with that uh, with our boxing fight, Judd? Because I've been training for a oh, little I bit did. as well, haven't I? I did. I was terrible. I mean, I, I I've not been I've not been doing boxing for for ages ever since it's been crazy at work. So I've 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 I, I remembered some of like my technique, but not very long, like for like thirty seconds or something. Um, I I was totally out of breath. And you're it's not talking. You're talking away up. from the microphone again. How many episodes have we done this? You're literally talking. You've put your head past the microphone and are talking away from it. What? The- that was close enough. That, that- <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. It, it, I mean, you you you've obviously been trying hard. Um, you were a bit frenzied after the third uh, shot. <laughs> hot sauce yeah so. it was it was a lot of fun i um it was weird how much like boxing distracted me from how much pain my mouth was in and how awful all that spice was you don't even realize i no wonder people get like whacked in the face during a boxing fight and are like i'm fine because like you have to be you're if, if you're not fine you're gonna get white again so you have to concentrate yeah. <laughs> it was um it was pretty fucking intense actually um but i think Looking back on the footage, it didn't look like I've made that much improvement boxing-wise, which was really fucking annoying, but I think I have. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was fun. We did that. That was a lot of fun. Um, that's enough boxing, though. Um, it, we talk about it all the time. I'll be giving you more boxing updates. At, uh, tweet at Tweets Badly if you want to ask me anything about it, um, or leave it in the comments of um, whatever, you, whatever you're watching it on on YouTube, or I think on Spotify now you can uh, you can actually answer a question and add polls onto that so if you want to listen to this on spotify maybe have a look at that i don't know um i've been playing a new game jud i'm playing a game what? i want to tell you what, about what it game? not minecraft no i've been playing control um it's you you know the one it's it's called control one, yeah. it's it's like a single player it's what i would call a closed world adventure where it's not it's not open world but it's not linear. It's like between those, um, and it's good, but it's good. It's just, it's just good. Is all I can say about it. Yeah. It's not, it's not, it's not medium. It's better than that. This, I don't know. It, it almost feels kind of like 
something that was supposed to be quite a small game that they were like, ugh, games are bigger than this now. We need to add more, like, bullshit into it to make it, like, feel like there's more content. Um, yeah. It's, I like, you kind of have, like, kind of powers, so you've got, like, a telekinesis, kind of this, like, shield ability, and you can, like, levitate a bit, um, and it's it's got one of those dealios where if you get an enemy to low health, you can brainwash them and they're on your side. You know, all of that sort of thing. Very similar to the Force Unleashed. Do you remember when yeah. we played that? Those sort of force abilities? Very, in fact, insanely similar to that, thinking about it. They might have straight up ripped those powers off of that <laughs> game. Um, and uh, you use this, like, cool gun that really reminds me of Dead Space. You know, like, kind of the, like, transforming gun type of thing? Yeah. That you use that. It has different kind of modes. Um, you get, like, little perk drop pickups. It's kind of, like, RPG-ish in that way. Um... The story of it, because that, that's the big thing with a game like this. The story needs to be good. It's presented in a really cool way. It's one of those, like, secret FBI type of things. It's like, do you know what I mean? Like, a kind of like a, I guess the X-Files kind of did that sort of thing, where it's like, you're not supposed to know about these, like, supernatural phenomenon, but it's really cool and kind of shady, this this kind of organization that that's involved with them. Um, yeah. That's quite cool. What I don't really understand is the main character... Do you think you'll ever want to play this game? I don't know. I don't think so. It's not good. It could have been potentially good enough for me to say you should probably play this. It's quite good. But I don't think it's good enough for that for you. So I'll just tell you the story. Um, yeah. I've not finished it. I'm, I think I'm close. Um, so the story is this This girl called Jessie has turned up at this bureau to try and find her brother. Because when they were young, um, he was kidnapped by them. Um, and... When they were, and I think he was, yeah, it, you find out he was kidnapped by them because they found this event thing, this event, this kind of supernatural event happened, and they kidnapped him, and she managed to evade being kidnapped. Um, so she turns up, and some like weird shit happens that you don't understand, and then this guy has shot himself in the head, and then you become now the other CEO of the of the bureau now. Jess is right. the CEO of the bureau now, and she's just kind of like okay with this. And yeah. I was like, oh, okay. She don't really have too much emotion um, behind any of it. And she's trying to find her brother, but like, um, but like, also she's trying to save this bureau who she kind of hates for kidnapping her brother. And I think she's trying to save, because, oh, she's trying to, yeah, this is another thing. Because there's this like, what she calls the hiss. That's like a supernatural thing kind of fucking up this bureau. And she Brilliant. happens to have turned up at this bureau to find her brother at the time this hiss is happening. And the interaction she had when she was young with her brother ages ago um, that meant that this bureau took him away meant that she's less affected by the hiss. So she's trying to save the bureau so that she can find her brother. But she finds a brother and he's like kind of infected by the hiss. So she needs to kind of like deal with it so that she can help him, but then she's in charge of the bureau still. I don't know. That's it's like explaining it and actually, if you think about it too hard, it's like I don't know, man. This story is a bit weird. It's just a little yeah. bit too fucked. But kind of experiencing it and especially how it's presented, it is kind of weird. But you can definitely tell you don't you don't think about it too hard, and it's quite cool. Um, so I do like it, but. What kind of threw me off is there's a big side quest and you find out it's actually tied into Alan Wake. You remember Alan well, Wake? Remember that video game? 
I do. Alan Wake? What the fuck? Now, I never played Alan Wake um, because I was a bit young when it came out to have played a game like that. But I looked up an explanation of the story so that I, if they were particularly tied in together, I would at least know what's going on in the universe Say if I wanted to continue playing it. And uh, I watched a, you know, a detailed explanation of uh, the Alan Wake game story, which is probably a really good way of understanding it rather than actually like trying to experience it because someone's like explaining it to you. And uh, I don't know. I, I have no fucking clue. Not a clue. <laughs> No fucking clue at all. That Alan Wake story is just insane. More convoluted than June. Um, so I don't know. Alan Wake's part of it. I don't fucking know. Um, but what it does have is these like side objectives. So you can kind of like, it's almost got like daily quests, you know, where you have to kill a certain amount of this type of enemy in this part of the area with this weapon. And then you get like a little perk that you might already have. You know, it's got those sorts of things that just feel like you're putting those there to try and make this game have more content than it has. But it's not needed. It's got quite a bit. There's there's a fair amount of side missions. There's like something I don't like about it that's been the biggest annoyance for me is it goes from like medium level casual shooter kind of power combination thing with some kind of difficult enemies to being fucking Dark Souls at certain points. And it pisses me off. There's no difficulty selection. You can't change the difficulty. That's just how hard it is. And it's like certain bits of it are just way harder than others. And it's just annoying. It becomes... I think they sometimes do that to flesh out the game more. And sometimes people find that exciting because they're like, yes, I've overcome a challenge. But to me, especially when most of it's a lot easier, that's boring. I don't I've settled in for a game that's going to I'm not going to die very often sometimes I might I'm going to experience this story and find it quite cool and find it a little bit of a challenge um but then sometimes you ramp up the difficulty so often that I die maybe 20 times in a row on this bit and I'm just thinking I'm bored because all I'm doing is dying this is fucking boring you know so there's like that so I don't know it's it's one of those games that it's like if you're into those sorts of games and you like those sorts of settings, maybe give it a go and you'll have quite a bit of fun and it's going to cost you about a tenner at this point. But it's not essential. There, that's my review of Control. Cool. I will be completing it and I'll probably, because I've got a bit of OCD for these things on, I realise you're not supposed to say that, but fuck it. Um, because I'm a little bit of a stickler for these things when I play these sorts of games, I'll probably do all the side quests as well. Um, unless, unless, do, do you know, when I play these sorts of games, I um I try and do all the side quests unless it gives me side quests after the main story. In a game like this, I'll be like, nah, I'm done now. You finished yeah. your story, I don't care. I'll look it up on the internet, what what happens. Um but that's control. It's uh, a game that's uh, been out a while and no one's no one's interested in it. <laughs> nah. Have you got anything oh. else, Judd? Anything else you want to tell me? Uh no, I think that's it. I think we covered it. Right. Well, uh, next week, I've got some shit planned, Judd, uh, believe it or not, so you don't have to do anything. There's a couple things that will take up a decent amount of time, so we should be all right um, for that. Um, but I wanted to do a bit of a soppy shout-out. Like, we don't do this very often in this podcast, or ever, to be honest, but I wanted to do a genuine shout-out to you. Judd, you. Not the audience. To you. Like, this is going to sound... As um as a, a 90s uh, bully would say, this is going to sound gay as fuck. You know, that's what they'd say, wouldn't it? Because they didn't know that you can't is, say that. What is this? You can't be... I'm, I'm genuinely can't. thanking you for 
going along with like a lot of bullshit that I come up with for like all the time. Like I was thinking with this boxing, I asked Judd to do some stupid shit <laughs> for like pretty much just my benefit. And you go along with it like a lot of the time. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all I'm, I'm doing it. is like really appreciating it basically, including this podcast. Um, okay, well, that's fine. I mean, it's it's just something to do, in it? It's just a bit of a laugh. <laughs> well, and I, yeah, I love that about you. It's yeah. fantastic. It works great for me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, big shout out to you. Thank you for oh, many okay. years oh. of being my punching bag. It's great. And this is the end of that, and I'm never going to speak to you again. So, uh... Oh, nice. Okay. Cool. <laughs> He's also thinking, thank fuck for that. No, I say it's a joke. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm doing it. That's that. Um, that's the podcast. Bye. Okay.